Welcome to The Greek Current, a podcast by Halk and Kathy Merini. I'm your host, Thanos Davelis. Athens will take center stage on Thursday as Turkey's President Erdogan visits Greece's capital to meet with Prime Minister Mitsotakis amid a sense of reserved optimism. While observers do not expect much movement on the thorny issues in the relationship, Athens is looking forward to a continuation of calm waters in the Aegean and to implementing a positive agenda. Tom Ellis, the editor-in-chief of Kathy Marini's English edition, joins me to break down what we should look out for ahead of Erdogan's visit to Athens. Tom, great having you back with us. Thank you for having me. Tom, Erdogan will arrive in Athens later this week for talks with Prime Minister Mitsotakis. What's the mood in Athens ahead of this trip? I would say it's positive. There is a sense of optimism. Well, actually reserved optimism, I would say. Most observers and analysts in Athens see the situation following the Turkish president's uh, recent comments and actually his behavior over a few months as I said, as positive, uh, very different than the way in the past where he always either attacked or threatened or, you know, disputed things. So it's been a few months. I would say the whole attitude started to change following the earthquakes that hit Turkey. Then, of course, uh, we had the uh, election campaign in Turkey, which always, you know, it's not helpful because... The nationalist card is, quote-unquote, part of the um, effort, of the strategy, especially with Erdogan and his nationalist allies. But that was in the spring. So over the summer, following the meetings in Vilnius and then in New York, the situation has been much improved. And in that sense, as I said, there's a positive climate as much as it can be in the bilateral relationship. But compared to other times in the past, I think we are in a much better situation. Ahead of the visit, Erdogan has said that Turkey will approach Athens with a win-win mindset, to use his words. Does that mean we should also expect some areas where there may be breakthroughs? Well, I don't think we'll see any breakthroughs. I mean, there are encouraging signs in the sense that there are no overflights. And as I said before, the statements coming from Ankara are not threats, so no one would expect something aggressive during his visit. Breakthrough, I think it's probably not what we should expect. Maybe a continuation of the calmness or what we have come to call calm waters in the Aegean. But at the same time, we should always be cautious. You know, it would be premature to uh, celebrate the end of tensions. Let me remind our listeners of Erdogan's you know, recent visit in Berlin, where he was kind of aggressive even with the Germans. So I doubt he will raise you know, claims that divide Greece and Turkey. Now, will he say anything on the minority trace? I don't know. And then, to be honest, I'm not sure how the press availability will be. I mean, will they make statements? They might make statements, but not necessarily a press conference. So that all also is part of the whole strategy to avoid things that all want to avoid. And given what's happening in the world and in our region with the wars, I think uh, relations with Greece, in a way, offer Erdogan an opportunity to show a different face 
at no cost for him, if I can use that expression. So, you know, for his own sake, I don't think he has a lot to gain by, you know, making any statements that create some tension. I, I think it's when he talks about win-win, he really means it because it's to his benefit also. One of the issues that you highlighted in Kathy Merini's weekly brief as an issue with real and immediate consequences for both Greece, Turkey, and Europe is migration. Is this an area where we can expect some kind of movement? Yes, indeed. You know, refugee and migration flows concern all of us, uh, all the players involved. And by players involved, I mean, as you noted, actually, you know, Greece, Turkey, but also Europe, the Union. And uh, the impact is real and it's immediate. In that sense, I think this issue will be uh, very high on the agenda. And Turkey, for its part, wants to show a positive attitude towards not only Greece, but also Europe, if not mainly Europe. And as I understand it, there will be an agreement. Now the exact details uh, the two sides are working on, there will be an exchange of Coast Guard officers with the Greek officer being stationed in Smyrna and a Turk on the island of Lesbos. And then it's not about migration, but also tourism will be part of the... uh, positive agenda. There may be an agreement to allow short-term visits without a visa, which is again good for both sides. So I think on migration, we expect something real and tangible. And in the whole bilateral, easy quote-unquote issues, also few agreements uh, should be expected. Erdogan's attention, Tom, has largely been focused on Gaza over the last months. And he has clashed openly with the United States, Europe, and Israel since October 7th, even doubling down on his support for Hamas. How big of a factor will this be on December 7th in Athens? You know, we shouldn't expect that to be big. I mean, there are disagreements between Greece and Turkey on Gaza. Erdogan is 100% on one side. Greece has tried to navigate a very fine line, being a strategic ally of Israel and noting its right to self-defense. But then, as the prime minister said recently, you know, friends have to tell the hard truth to their friends. And, you know, you cannot continue with this war with no effort to work some kind of agreement. Uh, Of course, Greece and Cyprus are trying on the humanitarian aspect of the issue. So they will disagree, but I don't think that would be the main thing. And for his part, Erdogan has no reason to create another thorn on his tense relationship with the West. So uh, I would actually argue that Greece is seen by the Turkish president as one of the few members of the EU or NATO who have a role uh, to play in the region, and with which, of course, he may disagree on quite a few issues, not only Gaza, but also our uh, bilateral issues. But he does not view Greece as, you know, how should I call it, a cynical Western nation trying to impose uh, itself on uh, other countries in the area, the way he is often critical of major powers like the U.S. or France and their behavior. So uh, I don't think Gaza will be, I mean, he might want to repeat his known positions, but this will not have anything to do or impact on the bilateral relationship with Greece. Tom, you brought up earlier the Muslim minority in Thrace, and in the past, on other previous visits to Greece, Erdogan has visited Thrace and this minority. 
Is this something that we should be keeping an eye on during this trip as well? Yes, that's always the case. He's really, I mean, all Turkish leaders are interested or care about, but in his case, he's even more uh, sensitive about the issue. There's also a religious aspect to it. And he gets really tense. I remember in 2004 when uh, he visited and I interviewed him, when I asked him, my last question was on this issue, he really got you know, upset. While on the other issues, he was kind of cold, kind of these are our positions, we disagree on this or we claim, whatever. There you could see there was um, a more uh, personal uh, aspect to it. So um, I don't know what his exact moves will be while in Greece. He will be here just for a few hours, not more than five hours on Thursday. But if he wants to go, if he goes, I think he should be accompanied by... Um, you know, at least the Greek foreign minister. I mean, it's always smart to be with him if he does go. It creates a different atmosphere, a different scene. So again, of course, we should wait and see. Uh, the last visit in 2017 was not a great one, so I hope this will be a much better one. But as I said at the beginning, No one should be over-optimistic about achieving uh, some kind of breakthrough on our poor issues. But indications, so far at least, are that the thorny issues will be avoided and the emphasis will be on cooperation, maintaining a positive agreement. And uh, that's always good on so many levels, uh, including the economic level, because the better the relationship, the less uh, the overflights, that means less use of our planes, less, you know, uh, the, the country turns and deals with many issues that we have or the government has to deal domestically instead of being, uh, you know, uh, in a position where we have to uh, respond uh, either in uh, statements or in actions to provocations. So we are in a better situation over the last few months. And I think this visit will uh, confirm this, or at least that's my hope. Tom, it's been great speaking with you. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you for having me. In other news, Greek Defense Minister Nikos Dendias has decided to design a new long-term plan for Greece's armament programs from scratch in order to streamline spending. Sources told Kathimerini that after a thorough review of the data, Dendias and his close aides concluded that there is not only no budgetary space for new arms programs, but also little room for payments for existing projects. And because the country's defense cannot be subject to constant cuts, it was decided to halt some funding and infrastructure projects until the necessity of some of them is assessed. Needless to say, these decisions do not involve projects that have weighty political significance, such as the procurement of F-35 fighter jets. Finally, Cypriot President Nikos Christodoulidis visited Egypt and Jordan in a diplomatic shuffle on Tuesday to discuss a maritime corridor to deliver aid directly to Gaza. Cyprus has spearheaded a drive to establish an aid corridor from its port city of Larnaca directly into Gaza. In brief visits to Egypt and Jordan, President Christodoulidis met with his Egyptian counterpart, President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi and King Abdullah of Jordan, where he discussed how to increase the flow of aid to the Palestinian enclave. Britain has already offered Cyprus vessels to get aid into Gaza and last week dispatched 80 tons of aid now in storage on the island for when the corridor materializes. That wraps up today's episode of The Greek Current. Thanks for tuning in.